Hello and welcome back to My Life with Christ. There is something so wonderful and awe-inspiring about thinking of a relationship with God just because it is something so crazy to think that a perfect God without any flaw or blemish would want to have a relationship with imperfect individuals. And not only a relationship here on earth, but to desire to want to spend eternity with us in heaven is so baffling for us to think about, so hard for us to wrap our heads around. But something that prevents us from entering into a relationship with Christ or even understanding why God would want a relationship with us is that we feel we are too unworthy to have one with him. And for many, it is because of their past. It is because of things that we have done that we see, well, you know what? I I can't do it. I can't bring myself to think that a God without flaw would love someone with so many. And that's something we've discussed in previous episodes. But today I want to kind of talk about this other side that many people don't think they deserve a relationship with Christ because they have nothing to offer. Who am I to spend eternity with God? Who am I to have God love me right now when I have nothing to give him? Nothing. Or they think that they have something to give him, but it's not that great. And the reason for that is simply how we conduct our everyday lives. Everything that we do in our lives is based off the premise that I have something to give. I have something to give anyone who is interested. I have something to give them that will make their time worthwhile. And those things are what gives me value. I am valued because of the things I have to offer to other people. And unfortunately, it is so common in everyday life. And I think about it all the time. I, I think this of myself too. Well, you know, I'm worthy of being with this friend group because of, you know, the things I have to say or the people that I know or you fill in the blank or I would make a valuable teacher because of my skill set or because of how great I am at math. Well, that's what's going to make me valuable as a teacher is because what I can do, my intellect. And even worse, sometimes in relationships, this is this is a thought that comes across people's minds all the times that I am worthy to be in this relationship with my significant other because I have something to give them. I have my beauty to give them. I have my body to give them. I have my time to give them. And that is what gives me value in this relationship. In church, I am a value in my church because I help out on Sundays, because I am a part of councils, because I am a leader. That is what makes me valuable. I am valuable because of what the things that I do and because of the things that I have to offer. So obviously, since this is such a human quality that we seem to have, it's obviously something that's going to translate into a relationship with God. Okay, well, what, what do I have to do, God? What is it that you want done? What is it that you want from me exactly, you know, Do you want me to grow my hair long? Do you want me to be super pretty all the time to attract people? Do you want me to enter into certain relationships? What is it? When can I enter into a relationship with you? What needs to be done first? What is it on my end that needs to be given over? What is it? And we put up all these earthly things in front of God and in front of ourselves and we know that it, how could it be possible that these things will ever measure up to something that God would want? How could God simply want 
my face, my looks, or my intellect, when he has the intellect and the beauty of the entire world, what would my own givings of earthly things be in comparison to what he already has? So why do I continue to say this? And there's something we continue to say all the time, that I'm looking for something I can give God. But is that what he wants? What exactly is it that he wants? Does he want anything more than a relationship with us? And what exactly does that relationship entail? To kind of point this out, I'm going to turn to another person in the Bible. And sometimes when we think of people in the Bible, we think of really notable people like Peter or Paul or Mary, the mother of God, people in the Old Testament, Moses and Abraham. But what we tend to overlook are smaller people with amazing stories that really shine light into what a relationship with God is. And today I'm going to be looking at a miracle that Jesus performed, the miracle of the woman with the hemorrhage and showing what it is that God wants from us, what it is that allows us to enter into a relationship with God. This story comes from Mark 5, 25 through 34. A woman who had had a hemorrhage for 12 years and had endured much at the hands of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was not helping at all, but rather had grown worse. After hearing about Jesus, she came up to him in a crowd behind him and touched him with his cloak. For she thought, if I touch his garments, I will get well. Immediately the flow of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. Immediately Jesus, perceiving in himself that the power proceeding from him had gone forth, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my garments? And his disciples said to him, You see the crowd pressing against on you, and you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see the woman who had done this. But the woman, fearing and trembling, aware of what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. What does this mean? What does this have anything to do with a relationship with God and what we have to offer? I want you to pay very close attention to this woman, the woman with the hemorrhage. She has nothing to give God. And she knows this. She knows who this person is. She knows that this is a Messiah. She understands that she believes it. And she knows there is nothing I can give this man, nothing I have to offer that would amount to what I want in return to be healed, to be safe. And that is who we are right there. We, when we are about to enter into a relationship with God, we are just like this woman with the hemorrhage. We have something weighing us down. We have physical, mental impurities that are literally weighing us down, whether that be past sins that we hold on to, physical attachments that we are holding on to, that literally are standing in our way from being healthy and being safe and being happy overall. And we go to God because we know, we know that he has this power to heal us. But just like the woman with the hemorrhage, what else do we know? We, we have nothing to give him. So what does she do? Does she get in front of him proudly and say, God, heal me? Better yet, with manners, God, please heal me. Can I, can I please, you know, have a relationship with you? Can I get the benefits out of this? Please, you know, standing in front of him in confidence. 
what does she do instead? She gets behind him. She humbles herself down and simply touches him. What great humility that this woman had. The humility of knowing that you have nothing to give God. The humility of her knowing that she had nothing to give to the Messiah. And this is something that you and I face when entering into that relationship with Christ. Dealing with all of those afflictions, those burdens, those flaws that are weighing us down down that we want so desperately to be healed of. But we have nothing to offer God. We have nothing to give our King, our Messiah What shall we give? What did she give? She humbled herself to get behind him because she knew she had nothing to put in her hands to present to him. Did not walk confidently in front of him. But we see at the end, what does Jesus say to her? He says, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. So she saw that she had nothing to give to God. But God's thought differently. Jesus, the Messiah, thought very different from what she was thinking when she humbled herself, thinking to herself that I am not worthy of this man's even look of his gaze, let alone his healing. But Jesus saw what she had to offer because he, she did offer something, something great and something so notable that God wants from each and every one of us. Her faith, our faith, And more importantly, even bigger, where our faith comes from, our hearts. That is what we are giving to God. Because he does not want anything other than that. He does not want our status. He does not want our fame. He does not want our beauty, our intellect, our knowledge. Those are very fickle things in the matter of what God is preaching, what God is telling us in the matter of time. In the matter of knowing that we are to spend eternity with him. These physical things are not what matters to God. What we can see, what we can touch, that's not what God is concerned with. What God is concerned with is our hearts. It's our love and our faith where they lie. And just like the woman with the hemorrhage, we need to not only be willing to humble ourselves to know that All these physical things that we take so much pride in, the fact that I take so much pride in how I look or how much intellect I can gain or who I know or where I've gone, that God doesn't care about any of that. God doesn't want any of that. God wants one thing that every single individual has, their heart. God wants you to love him. God wants you to trust him. That's what he wants. And that is how you enter into a relationship with Christ. Not healing yourself, not removing things away from you, not trying to make yourself notable in your church or in your community, but by simply surrendering yourself just as the woman with the hemorrhage did. By falling in front of him, by getting behind him, by trusting him, by having great faith. That is what you have to offer God is your heart. And that is all God will ever want from any single person. There is no one unworthy of God's love because there is no one here on planet earth without a heart capable of faith, a heart capable of love, a heart capable of hope. We as individuals are flawed. We are imperfect. We have 
committed sins that many of us do not want to speak of. We carry so many burdens that we so desperately want to be healed of. And we think to ourselves that God will not heal me until or unless. But that's not true. God will heal us. God will bring us peace. God will bring us joy once we learn to trust him. And once we understand that the one thing that we only have to offer God is our hearts as simple as that. There is nothing more we can give and there is nothing more that he could want. What a wonderful thought. In a world that demands so much of us, that asks us to be so much, to go beyond any limit that we could ever perceive, where we know it will never be enough for society. We have a God who tells us that he cares about none of that and that the only thing he wants is our hearts. I hope that we all learn from the woman with the hemorrhage to know how much God loves us despite anything else that we have done or anything else we have, that God loves us just because, that we are his creation, we are made in his image and his likeness, and he wants one thing from us, he wants our heart. So I hope you go forth. I hope you go and see just how much God loves you. And I hope you are willing to surrender your life and give him your faith and your love. God bless.